Annyeong, and welcome to Howley Juku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Ray. This is episode 35, Don't Panic, Yet. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome back to another fine episode of Juku. I am Petey Rave. This is Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. Hmm. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing good. I'm doing better than my uh, Pandora playlist for my K-pop station is, because for some reason, Christian Rock keeps ending up in there. Hmm. Wow. That's an odd choice there. Yeah, I don't know what the the crossover is that keeps deciding that Christian Rock belongs in with uh, GD and Top and uh, everything else that I have marked as as maybe, acceptable in my playlist. Maybe it's all those crosses, like giant crosses that uh, GD always <laughs> wears. Right, and all the and crosses stuff. that fucking the Young paints all over himself, and they're just like, yeah, right? Right, right. We got this, and I'm like, no, 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 no. There you go. Uh, of course, we talk about. Uh, we always open our show talking about music. What we our music has caught our attention this week. And Kaz, what have you been listening to this week? So I decided to stick with a theme of uh, because last week I did Tableau and um, Epic High, kind of. In a sense of like, you know, we have a person that's listening to the show and they've, they've very much latched on to liking Tableau's music and, and all the stuff he does and they're moving on to listening to some epic high stuff. So I figured to move along, I'd give them some other stuff of, of people who are really good by themselves, but have a group to back them that is just even better and they make amazing, uh, musics. Mm-hmm. But not music. Not music. Okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. For Korean. Oh, look what he did there. Oh. Okay, so um, <laughs> first up is uh, Lee Sang, which we have talked about on this show many, 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 many times uh-huh. uh, with their song Tears. Um, Lee Sang is a duo featuring uh, Gary from, from Running Man fame and Gil from uh, what's the other Infinity show? Challenge. Infinity Same. Challenge fame. I don't mm-hmm. think he's on anymore, is he? Probably not. Scandal. I think the whole sw- swerve. Scandal. He swerved his way uh, off that show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, Lee Song is a really good group. Uh, they're, they're one of their songs that I think I've used maybe three times in what we are listening to. Um, <laughs> you know, to just to show how much I love Lee Song and uh, how much I love the music that they make. Um, So I just thought this was a really kind of good song. It's not one of my favorites from them, but it's still a really, really good one um, that I just kind of wanted to bring to the attention of those out there who are getting into Korean music, but not necessarily Mm K-pop. Mm-hmm. so going from there, uh, in, in picking yes, the, yes. the standout from that, not standout, that's a really bad word. Um, <laughs> picking the person who has gone kind of solo, it's making single music, but it's still under Lee Song, um, and it's still kind of that, which is Gary, uh, the, one of the Gary's rappers of the group. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and we, we've talked about, uh, Gary's solo stuff, um, very, 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 yes, very, 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 very much. Depth. <laughs> um, and so I picked Shower Later of all the songs that he has because it's just like kind of the standard kind of rap R&B song and it has like a lot of fun flavor to it. And I just love the way that Gary raps. Yeah, yeah Gary, and, and I love the ridiculousness and the, the just the, just in your face kind of sexuality to it and you know, picking up a nice, a, a, a good looking white girl on the streets, just, you know, you know, you can shower later, you know, and, uh, let's, let's have fun now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the, the, the not giving a fuckness of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's Carrie to a T. Zotamola. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, um, no, y'all fucking no. Uh, so next up, um, I picked uh, Giuk, 
or Gayuk, um, with his song, uh, Rhythm is Life, uh, from So Good. Uh, and, and Gayuk is another really cool standout rapper in the Korean scene. Um, really, really, really heavy hip hop. Like, like you, you, you can just, it's just so good. Like his rapping is so good. His style is so good. His delivery is really good. Um, and I just kind of love a lot of the stuff that Gayuk is featured in and the stuff that he just does. Yeah. Um, it's really fun. Yeah. I love his flow. I love Gecko's flow. Like, uh, his style and his like attitude and like his like intensity is just like really cool, but like he has a really cool, like, uh, like style to it, like a Mm -hmm. flair, a panache, if you will. Yes. Um, and being the group that Gay, Gay comes from is Dynamic Duo. And I picked their song, Three Dope Boys, because I realized we've done a lot of Dynamic Duo songs on the show. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of show off the group, you know, kind of at their strength, I guess. Uh, and I picked this song and it's a really, really good one. A yeah. really strong beat. Uh, really strong rapping from Gayuk and just so fun. Yeah, yeah. So, so much fun. Gecko's, uh, like rapping style, you know, and he compliments it, com- Choi's, uh, uh, compliments it really well. Uh, and they just kind of, I-, I love Dynamic Duo. It's one of those things that every time we like pop on a Dynamic Duo song, it's like, uh, this is amazing. Like mm-hmm. we uh, we talked about it before. It's like uh a new if we you know when uh, their song with Hyodin came out, it was like this is another amazing song from Dynamic Tool. Why isn't this like the main thing of our, on our playlist? It's like you know, uh, but like yeah, the, the, their style is so cool, and they they have such a cool swagger, and uh, oh, yes, and, and that that choice is a, one lucky dude. Uh, just trying to turn out there. Yeah? Start out there. Uh, yeah, just some fun stuff. Uh, but um, speaking of breakout, uh, the hip hop style and things we've talked about before, um, the group, uh, play the siren, uh, that we've talked about before that we featured before for their performances and they're like, they're ramping up for their debut, uh, mm-hmm. featuring somebody we talked about before, Casper, uh, finally debuted, finally released the official music video for dream drive uh and like but and and you know I th- we've heard the song before and it was a pretty cool song and luna does luna from fx does a really good job uh fx we'll talk about that later uh luna from fx uh appears on on this track and does a really good job and it's definitely definitely interesting how polished this ended up sounding <laughs> at the end <laughs> of the day um uh, Casper, uh, does, uh, Casper has definitely grown up a, a lot of, and kind of learned a little bit about how, what to do with her hands. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and, and it is, overall it's a really fun song. I think we've featured it before. If you've watched our previous episode when we featured the Belgian so, uh, 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 showcase, uh, you know, you heard the song before, but it's nice to see it polished and presented and, uh, in video form, which was a fun little video. Yeah. And also, I wanted to feature their live performances because, uh, the big thing of why they're getting attention is because much is being now made of the fact that, uh, they keep calling them SM's indie label Baljun. So, and I'm, and I, it was funny hearing that constantly because, I kept, I think it was like, well, I thought SM just kind of invested some money into the company and just kind of, you know, they're still their own company and, and they're just kind of threw some money, helped them out a little bit. Uh, but it certainly is the case that they threw a lot more than money into that company. Cause, uh, yeah. from that performance to, if you watch this performance here, uh, they are definitely a lot more, uh, polished. <laughs> to say yeah. The least. Well, they got I, I the dance routines. Where you have a lot more time to set up for this than they probably had to set up for that showcase. Yeah. It was just like, okay, we're supposed to go out here and do whatever. But now, you know, they've had the time with choreographers and, and, and people who are like, you know, uh, you gotta do this, do that, do this, boom, 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 you know, and it was probably a bit of a whirlwind for them, but you know, it probably helped out a lot, you know? So. Yeah. yeah. And, and, 
what what was your impression of seeing the kind of the final product and seeing it now that now that it's out? Um, I, it did come off a lot more polished. Um, but I think they they need to like it, it's kind of silly and campy, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> which yeah, which it's good, eh, you know. But I I think they kind of need something of just like their own kind of just I don't necessarily know if this is their style yet you know yeah, yeah. Um, I think they, and they, they're, they're going to go through through some changes and stuff like that and then I think you know you come to the point where you settle and you're like okay this is the style and this is how our music works and this is how our format works the best with the group of people that we have and stuff like that because I don't really feel like everyone was showcased that well in that song you know, yeah. I really don't yeah. feel like everybody stood out. Like you see a lot of people's faces, you see a lot of stuff, you see a lot of things going on, but I'm not necessarily sure if we heard their them as a group, you know? Yeah. Or if we heard uh, what was the best way to put together that song. Yeah. Uh I know that uh and I should have probably included it in here, but uh they did uh, a cipher. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with ciphers, where you know, just kind of the up the pass the mic, uh, style that pop borrowed, I think from the BT, uh, borrowed from somebody over here in the states, but it's kind of something that's been with for rap crews that kind of yeah. are prone to doing. Uh, so play this iron actually did a cipher, which I, I didn't end up including the links, but I'm gonna probably throw that in there in the show notes. Uh, but it's a completely different uh look from them where you had that polished pipe pop song but this one was just them as you know this is the hip-hop crew and uh in in you know in this location uh passing the mic or well there's no mic there but you know uh proverbially passing the mic uh so it's an interesting thing to kind of see that then this and then like you said Alright, okay, so you have that, you have this, which is what we, where we're used to seeing from Play the Siren, from the little bits that we've seen before, and then that, mm-hmm. and then we'll have to see how they can marry the two or find their place in there. If it's more towards this, more towards that, you know, wherever their place is, yeah, it's true that we're gonna have to wait and see where they find their place, uh, in. Uh, but it's still cool. Uh, it's still cool to see kind of Casper getting a little bit of name recognition because she's a cool kid. Uh, and, uh, she's, she's getting good at what she does. And it's always interesting to see a YouTuber mm-hmm. being K-pop famous. <laughs> like, like Eric Nam and Ailey before her. <laughs> uh, yeah. we'll have to see. Uh, but moving on to, uh, the next thing that has been kind of dominating my, <laughs> Uh, uh, mindscape a little bit. Uh, just a really catchy song. Uh, Block B came back. They were actually able to finally actually do a proper comeback. Uh, are we starting the comeback thing again? (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately, they were trying to come back with Jackpot, but then things kind of didn't work out for, for obvious reasons of, uh, circumstances surrounding that time. Uh, when I think the whole K-pop world just stopped. Uh, so they, they, they kind of took a break and, uh, came back with this track off of the same album called Her. Uh, and it is just kind of a fun song. Like, Block B has this, like, not this, this cool style that where they do not take themselves seriously at all. And they kind of yeah. have this really cool energy to them. Uh, and they all kind of have their, their distinct characters. Uh, and I'm, it's been kind of cool discovering that, that fact, the fact that they're like these seven guys, but that's these seven distinct characters. And yes, it very much echoes a little bit of our boys in Pink Pang, but, yes. uh, that being said, I think it's still a really cool group, and I think this is a really cool song. And Zico raps with an ostrich, so I mean, I don't know what more you could you could ask for. I don't know. Did, did what impression did you have of this song? Um, it, I 
I like it, but I like it kind of for the poppiness of it, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm definitely not going to include it in the year of the rapper. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the, the kind of silly poppiness of it, and I, we, we, we always do seem to like kind of have a soft spot in our heart for, for Block B, yeah. uh, and, and how silly they can be. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then I, I, their center dude still doesn't know if he wants to be top or fucking, uh, GD. <laughs> uh, well, Zico, uh, Zico, I think is the one that wants to be GD now. Uh, I think they're settling on that. Uh, top, yeah. your boy in the pink, uh, uh, I forget his actual name, but he's, he looks like he wants to kind of be the cool headed guy to be top. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, I, I, I don't know. I think that they're finally settling into that after after several years of being in the business, you know? Uh, right. And I mean, the same that. thing happened with the Big Bang. Like, that's what we were just talking about with Play the Siren, right? Like, you, you have to have these moments where you have to really find yourself. You have to really find the thing that's going to make you unique. You go back and look at early Big Bang stuff, and I've said this time and time again, and I want people to do this. Go back, and maybe we'll feature this one day, like, kind of the 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 pseudo chain from like what big bang was to what they are it's totally different they were meant to be a pop r&b group you know in the stylings of like boys to men and 112 and those kinds of things but they found their kind of unique sense in who they all were you know yeah, and um, Block B kind of really has uh found their sense and they love playing around with a little but i think they they find their their personality and this kind of like bravado comic fun feel that has really cool energy uh hip hop influences but really mostly pop and i think I, yeah i like Block B Block B's uh so far has impressed me uh with some really fun songs uh and, and this included uh and finally uh this is a song mm-hmm. that i shared with you uh, that's been, that, that dropped, I think, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that new hot joint, uh, oh, from our girl, Hyana. Hyana? Hyana. Uh, with Red. Uh, mm. she's back with a new single, a new album, and by many accounts, a new nose. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, so it, 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 it really, and, and along with the new song, a new video as well. And I shared this, uh, video with you and, and you said you liked it. You said you don't. Oh, yeah, what, no. what, what, what do you I, think? I just, I don't know. It's just, I love the styling of the song. I, I love her, her voice on the beat. And the, the video is just so fun, hip hop, like styling. And she's just, so fucking hot in this video. She's just killing it. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's so, like, Hyuna will never be the most talented or, you know, uh, or necessarily the most, uh, creative artistic. She's gonna be the, the top entertainer. Like, she is a performer through and through. And that's what she's always, that's, that's what she wants to be. And that's all she, she really needs to be. And this is, a fantastic performance song. It's like fun. It's sexy. It's like, it does all that fun hip hop stuff that she likes to do. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's smacking asses at some point. It's like, yeah, right uh, there. Yeah. And the, I, the, I, the lyrics are fun and sexy. I love her with that crown on. She just, it just looks like so hotness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I love the fact that she said that she, she didn't bother losing weight for this like, comeback. She was like, ah, you know what? It, it didn't really make sense. So I'm just going to work out. <laughs> it was like, uh, so it, it, I, I don't know. I don't, everything about this is just so really cool and fun and ridiculous and, uh, entertaining. And, uh, like, of course, you know, it's getting, it's getting all the hilarious hate too. Uh, you know, all, all the butt hurt, uh, uh, wannabe white knights talking about, oh, she's being over sexualized, all, oh, or, or trying to slut shame her. It's like, you know what? <laughs> get out. <laughs> it's like, get, you know, stay, stay pressed, stay pressed, haters, cause Sienna's right. back. 
uh, and she's killing it. <laughs> uh, and, and I love it. I don't know, she's just so much fun and, and she's just a fantastic performer. And I, and I love this track. And her tra- other track, Blacklist, is, ju- is like just as good and fantastic than what she's been performing on, on the music shows. Uh, and, Honestly, I might pick up. The, I'm gonna have to pick up this album to see how else. I, I, the, think, I think we're gonna have to do another album review coming from the boys over at Hollywood Juku. Yeah, like, you know, think, are we gonna we say to... it's good? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> most <Okay>. likely. <laughs> most likely. Yeah, most likely. Uh, we'll we'll let you we'll let you mull over that that possibility, but uh, as we end the the music segment and head over the headlines, uh, we'll go that way. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I. We're I am Peter Rib once again. We are back with some headlines. Uh let's get into some interesting topical information. Topics of discussion. Uh we're gonna start off with some light fun fair. Uh I'm excited about this, obviously, as the resident pop to she. Uh as, as the resident crayon pop. Uh we have uh confirm confirmation that crayon pop is going to be releasing a comic book. According to Chrome Entertainment, Girl, Girl Crayon Pop is set to release mm-hmm. a comic book. According to Chrome Entertainment, the talent agency that represents the act, uh, the book, which is supposedly based on the true life adventures of the five piece group, is will be called Advanced Crayon Pop or Duck Yuck uh, Crayon Pop. Uh, and that's the image right there. It's going to be uh, animate, written and illustrated by artist uh, EJ Sock. Uh, and I am hyped, but of course, cause I'm a crayon pop fan. Um, are you interested in a crayon <laughs> pop, uh, comic book? Um, I, I find it interesting because I think they're the right group for this kind of thing. Um, as you know, being a, a fan of AKB, this is kind of the norm that, you know, you, you have the manga for for AKB, you know, there's figurines, uh, picture books, all that stuff and anime and things like that. And I think with the silly kind of fun image that Crampop has, this is something that they can have really, really well and, and can translate really well and not take away from anything that they're doing as a group. I, and I even feel like at some point they could even have a, a cartoon or an anime or something like that, even like a little yeah. web uh, tune kind of thing yeah. going on because it just fits their image so well. It fits, you know, their their kind of silliness and, and adventure kind of thing so well. Instead of doing the standard, you know, to put them on their you know, on variety shows, give them their own variety show, kind of standard fare, like do something a little different. And I think this is really creative and really fun. And I, I am excited to see what the other fans uh, will have to say about this and how this kind of translates. And this could even be something that could introduce them to younger fans and yeah. give them people who, who will be fans that grow with them. Yeah. Uh, imagine if Crayon Pop turns into the, the, the new Korean, uh, Puffy Amiyumi, you know, <laughs> give, give yeah. them a cartoon that, that plays, you know, Cartoon Network, uh, you know, give them completely different voice actors can, that can actually speak English like Jack, they did to Jackie Chan, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to play their characters. Uh, and then just kind of, kind of give them a show, like, based on their, their characters, uh, on, like, you know, Crayon Pop TV, and it, it'd be super fun. And the art style is, is really cool, and, like, you can kind of, even just in this picture, you can kind of see the, the, the different personalities of, of, you know, that's Soyul, I, I, I can spot them, that's Soyul right up front, that's, uh, no, that's Soyul up back there, that's way up front, that's Choa, uh, Ellen back there kind of floating around in a, in a mental daze as she is wont to do. And the gummy right down there with the short hair. And I'm like, ah, I'm excited. Pop just the excitement. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to pick it up as soon as I can. I'm, I'm going to like order it imported like from US Asia if I can. <laughs> I'm getting that yeah. thing shipped with the quickness. Um, 
the speaking of uh quirky Asian groups uh with fun followings, uh fun, interesting uh, moment, uh our girls in baby metal, our girls and guys, because I, I count the the musicians that are behind them as part of the group. Uh baby metal won uh this publication Metal Hammer's Heavy Metal World Cup. Uh as Asian Junkie points out, it's a, it's a online publication that did a poll based on the World Cup. So it's basically just a, you know, thing they threw up there to kind of draw page views from fandoms. So it's, you know, mostly meaningless, a little fun, you know, nothing really you would get worked up about, right? You know, nothing you would get really angry about or, or, you know, get pissy about unless you were like a teenage K-pop fan, right? Right? Right. Well, it turns out no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause the metal, metal fans, uh, people who I, I, I would consider my kinship cause I am a, I, I'm a punk fan, I'm a metal fan, but they, they got, they got mad. They mad. <laughs> they mad. Uh, tell them, tell them what they mad. Uh, they, they mad, uh, during this weekend, and, and I think, uh, our boy IAF TV kind of summarized it really well for, they kind of basically bring up three common types of mad that they are. Uh, guy who accuses fans of sexualizing baby metal. I, I, when have we done that? I, I don't, I don't understand that. I don't, cause I've never really thought about that. You're, you're the ones thinking sexual things when you see them by, in accusing us of that, cause all I see is some quirky Japanese girls singing some metal stuff. Like, uh, no. <laughs> Guy who whines about what real metal is. Roll eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hashtag eye roll. And guys who are e-thuggin' real hilarious hard, which I love that word right there. E-thuggin'. Uh, who are kind of just acting like, uh, who are basically doing a disservice to the metal crowd saying, oh man, back in my day, we would fucking kill their fans in the pit and go on stage and rip their heads off. It's like, shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Uh, I don't know. What what was your impression? Does this amuse you as much as it does me? The the, the, Um the butthurt fans? It, it does. And it's just one of those things where it's, it, it, it is reminiscent of anybody who is, who, like, yeah, they're, they're really hot right now and they're really popular right now. And I know they may not be your pre-establishment of, of the idea of what metal is. And I don't really, 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 really have a fucking leg in this race to talk about this, but I just think it's freaking awesome. And I, I fucking like it. Yes. I am, I am fucking like preset to like, fucking Asian poppy fun fucking music and that that that's what it is but it does have a really really good rock fucking bass to it so like fucking have fun god damn it you emo fucks I almost <laughs> used another word but like stop like it it yes it may not be your thing but don't necessarily means that you have to like like hate it yeah it is it is it is linked within your your realm but like the metal is one of those things people can t- continually argue about what exactly metal is and there's yeah. nothing wrong with it there's nothing particularly wrong with this and you know what and they're, they're anthrax approves of them uh freaking carcass <laughs> approves of them uh so you know what your opinions are relevant <laughs> uh, and I think that, that, that about sums it up right there. There you go. Uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's one of those things where, and getting all worked up over a poll on a website, uh, kind of dumb. <laughs> uh, but we love baby metal and, and hopefully they, they keep, uh, making haters get pressed left and right. Uh, so we can laugh and point at them and re- and at and their immaturity, uh, and enjoy it all the same. Uh, but moving on, uh, 
to something a little bit different. So we're going to get into the, a, a nice little big chunk of our headlines. So I'll talk about SM for some eh, some not so good things. Uh, uh, yeah. We, we, we finally fun. moved away from the YG JYP hour. You should be fucking proud of us. <laughs> Listen to our first 10 episodes. You know? How many fucking JYP fucking YG fucking stories are in there? Oh, yeah. I mentioned JYP. I got a red effect. <laughs> Continue. I <laughs> find my checkbook. JYP. Um, got a little whisper. Yeah, that whisper gives life. Um, all right. So SM Entertainment is going to debut a new girl group. Uh, a new four person, four girl girl group. Uh, called Red Velvet. Because you know what cupcakes are in. Yeah, cupcakes are are hotness. Um. Uh, and they released their teaser. And, uh, it's interesting. They released their members. Uh, they are, you know, uh, uh, SM girl group members. <laughs> uh, they all have kind of their, their journeys that they got, they went through to get here. They, they were cat, they were casted, uh, at one of SM's global auditions. Uh, I believe a couple of them were on, on shows, I believe before. And, uh, they've featured on other artists' songs. Uh, so they, they've had their journeys and, and it's, uh, they released a teaser and the teaser is, you know, pretty simple, standard fair, standard SM safe. Uh, it's, it's, it seems very safe and very kind of nothing spectacular. Uh, but it definitely comes at an interesting time. Um, you got a, you kind of skimmed through the teaser. What impression did you get from the group? Not a goddamn thing at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I, I, I feel like it's just going to be another FX to anyone styled group. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a lot of flowers. A lot of and flowers. Happiness. 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 Also happiness. Pursuit of happiness. happiness. But no Something about happiness in there. Yeah. And we can all use a little happiness. Uh, I think the, the additional aspect, which is interesting, is uh, the amount of hate they're getting. Uh, and I think undeservedly, because it, like, it's got like, uh, let me check, because he, he wrote it uh, at first. It's got like 19,000 uh, upvotes. And twelve thousand downvotes. Um, <laughs> like I said, we like we said, like no impression whatsoever. You'd think like, how is anybody even that motivated to dislike this? And what it is is that people are are a little upset uh, at this coming out around the time uh, we have our issues with FX, which we're gonna get into in a second. Um, and they're, they're being a little mean. They're being a little mean. And I think it's almost a little unfair. Uh, it, they're, they're creating a lot of passionate, uh, reaction for a group that honestly, if a small group company came out with them, nobody would care. Uh, which is, which is fascinating in and of itself. Uh, but yeah, no, no impression. It's a very safe group from SM. Uh, but moving on, yeah, they're getting the hate mm-hmm. because of the situation going on with FX, uh, and are the FX fans. So, if people remember what, uh, from, uh, I think last week, we talked about how Sully was, you know, noticeably absent from a couple of the performances by FX, and people were, uh, a little worried. I'll have to say, honestly, uh, part of, there was a little tiny, tiny part of me that was worried. Uh, but, but I was like, okay, but I'm not going to panic. I know that, you know, we don't know anything. Uh, you know, we have, we can only speculate. Uh, then, uh, news came out that, uh, their FX's calendar got wiped clean in, uh, you know, the Korean forum. It was like, well, we didn't get any official word about anything. So it was like, but, but I had to say there was a, there grew a little Ron, Ron Weasley in me. Uh, going, can we panic now? <laughs> uh, and I said, no, no, Ron. No, not yet. I think we don't know what's going on. Not yet. Uh, you know, we, we can speculate, but we don't know what's going on. 
but then we we got official word that uh FX was uh even though they had, it had only been two weeks into the promotions, they were ending their red light promotions and Sony's gonna take an indefinite break from the entertainment industry uh and for promotions. Uh and she's <laughs> not gonna be part of their the uh uh SM Town Soul concert on August fifteenth. Uh, because uh, and FX will promote as a will uh perform as a four person group. Uh, and Ron Weasley uh turned to me and said once again, uh, can we panic now? And I ask you, Kaz, can we panic now? <laughs> um, I would say less panic and slight worry. Um, it it does go to boast as though maybe there's something going on. And then maybe there's something wrong with Ailey, but I'm not going to sit here. I'm never going to sit here and speculate. I've, I've done that before in the past, and nothing good comes of it. I'm just going to wait and see what happens. And I'm going to support FX as they go along, as a fan of the group overall, and give Sully our support that hopefully she does come back. Um, there's nothing else more than that that we can do. We don't know what's going on in Sully's life that isn't making her want to take a break. We don't, we don't know any of these things. And until we do know any of these things, we can't panic. We can't, you know, act crazy. <laughs> we just have to kind of just chill, you know, and just, yeah. and just wait. And like we, yeah, we don't know. Uh, hopefully, uh, yeah, uh, is there a possibility that this is a Marshawn Lynch situation? <laughs> you know, holding out for that, that, that new restructured contract, you know, the star player. Uh, uh, that could be, I think, uh, that's what I, what I hope for. It's just s- simple things like that. Cause, uh, hopefully it's not something uh, serious with Sully. Uh, and, also, those people that seriously bring up the idea of pregnancy as their automatics, uh, answer for, for, uh, mm. the rumors, uh, unless you're joking, shut up. <laughs> uh, that's not helpful and you're dumb. Can that be part of, like, 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 in the, in the, in, in the, like, alternate universe where our show gets really popular and then, like, like, I miss a show or two and then we get somebody to just kind of stand in or whatever. Can that be like the thing is like, Oh my God, he must be pregnant. The goddamn smart. <laughs> like, <laughs> he went out there and fucking like a God fucking asshole, man. Didn't even think about us. The fans just ran out there and fucking <laughs> laid down. Somewhere. Yeah. 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 I think the, the alternate universe, uh, replacement that just, the, the, the re- resident, uh, the netizen is kind of the, the, the one, the kind of the avatar for all the, the butthurt netizens and, uh, dumb netizens that would, you know, kind of just be there. We, we can make it a character that, that could that, just like that appear in now, the top corner. That is now my dream in life is just like for our show, just to get popular enough so I could take off a couple of shows and somebody be butthurt and just like start tweeting the fuck out of you and just being like, what's going on? What happened to Kaz? Did he die? Is he Pregos? He's Pregos, isn't it? He's a fucking slut. Uh, that, that, that would be hilarious. Uh, those, those rumors. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, the dating rumors. Like, uh, you know, uh, me and, uh, uh, some other, like, some female, like, streamer or podcaster are seen around each other and we have, like, a dating scandal. We have to have dates in a car. Uh, re- really, I just want to have dates. C- can I just date? Can I, can I have a girlfriend? I just want to have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think it's still too early to speculate about FX, but, uh, you know, it, it, it did feel a little funny to see them start, uh, debuting their new group and, uh, start talks about debuting a, uh, reality show based around Tatiso, uh, their, uh, signature day subunit, uh, and, <laughs> Ramping up, uh, plans for a Taman solo debut. 
It's, it, it, even though it's probably something that was in okay. the plans already, it does feel like, uh, throw, throw Tayman out there. So just, just throw Tayman out there. Uh, let's, let's, let's have a Tetris old reality show. Let's, you know, let's replace it. Let's kind of, uh, sub in that, uh, from, Je- for Jessica and Crystal. It's like, uh, let's, let's get some, some stuff out there. There's a new group, you know, uh, all that stuff. Uh, it, Chances are it's not the case, but it it, it's, it is kind of hilarious how all this is just starting to kind of get thrown out there, uh, which is funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, I I I I'm I, I'm worried about FX. I'm worried about FX. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know if I'm worried about either or any of these things. You know. I feel like yeah. they're, for FX, they're gonna go on strong and they're gonna keep happening. And then, like, with, with this more talk of possible reality shows, just like, this is just going to be the new world of K-pop for the next few months and then they'll get over it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Definitely, uh, Definitely, it definitely has been a very interesting year in K-pop. Uh, definitely has been a wild year in K-pop. We definitely chose the right year to start this podcast. <laughs> because th- th- this has been a very eventful year in K-pop. And, uh, chances are we're gonna be, uh, back next week with more crazy events to cover in our headlines. But for now, we'll wrap up our headlines and get into our Halijuku talk segment. Uh, so we'll see you over there. done with headlines and we're coming back and this is our kind of what we're watching how Juku talks a section um in this section we should be talking about air city but we're not done with air city yet wait your fucking turn it's a fucking it's a series there's more than one episode you gotta fucking sometimes you take a break in between <laughs> shit so uh because of my neglect and stupidity and having watched a movie and forgetting to tell Petey that it existed in the world. Um, a movie that we were both very excited for, The Commitment, uh, starring Top from Big Bang, uh, is and has been on Netflix for a few months now. I watched it <laughs> as soon as that shit was on there. Yeah. <laughs> and at this point, I watched it twice. Um, and Petey, the other day, in his excitement, was like, the Top movie is on Netflix! And I was like, I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I got excited. I was like, uh, I, was like I, I haven't been on Netflix in yeah. a while. I was like, what? What is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I had the same reaction. I was like, oh my god, I really need to... Is that top? I'm watching this shit right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> That was my reaction uh, to seeing this. Alright, uh, focus, right. Um... So, uh, this movie is a movie that me and Petey were really, really excited to, to see, and we're kind of waiting for it, and we're going to figure out a way to see it. But luckily, legitimacy fucking reigns its beautiful fucking face into the world, and we watched it on Netflix. It's the mm-hmm. thing as that me and Petey both pay. I know I'm pointing over here, and I know most of you know my computer is, is generally here, but I watch a lot of Netflix on my PlayStation, which is there. Yeah. So fucking focus god damn it i keep talking about focus um so uh let's talk about this movie uh the commitment uh starring top uh i'll give us a brief synopsis um top plays a uh spy for the uh north korea who is more or less forced uh to go and complete a mission um for them uh in the the understanding that if he does this he's free and uh, as is his sister um the movie is really really good um it's really really well acted and well directed by uh hung su park who's the director of this movie um 
I don't know who the girl is. Um, and this is where Petey comes in and says who the girl is. <laughs> I think it's Hanya D who plays the plays the young girl. Uh, uh, right. um, we didn't. We don't see lot of her throughout the movie it's really mainly focused on top and the action oh my god the action did i say there was action in this movie because there is um Uh, action i don't know Uh, yeah a lot of fun uh it it is uh yeah so top has his sister in his like north korean labor camp uh and then in his on his mission in in south korea uh, he meets a young girl uh, who's kind of uh, the target of a, a bullies at school because he's posing a student as a student. Hmm. Uh, who shares the, the name of his sister? They're both Uh yes, and kind of is drawn to her just by the fact that she's kind of a, a kid getting beat up on and bullied. Uh, and he almost kind of feels like somebody who's feels trapped in a situation people that he, he you know feels helpless because he's been beat up and bullied by well his country uh that that you know uh he feels this kinship and a friendship uh but he also has a has some killing to do that he has to do you know he has to shoot people and fight people uh yeah, yeah. and yeah you talked about the action the the fight choreography in the, in this in this movie is intense like it gets like once they get into a fight it's like the fights are the the thing i loved about them is they're not action movie fights they're they're pretty hardcore like intense like i gotta take this motherfucker out type of fights which is what a fight would really be in a situation like that of like two highly trained killers it's like i gotta fucking i gotta wreck this dude really quickly before he does the same to me um and it's just one of those things that is really really good um and a lot a lot of the other things there's like kind of over the top and silly where it's just like sometimes some of the killings are really just really out in the open yeah. <laughs> and you're just like i uh, just you just kill people in a public like fucking square and walked away like it was nothing <laughs> you know yeah. um but but other than that i thought the movie was really good top I, I the more and more I, I see of Top's acting, and and now we have this comparison, right? Because you've watched Iris, right? Which yeah. is like kind of Top's first first really throws into acting, and he, he's okay. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing yeah. to write home about. Uh, he play a complex character though, though he <laughs> he kind of he does yeah. his job well, but yeah, he he does yeah. Compared to this, he's definitely grown a lot in, as an actor. Uh, yeah, I, w- I was able to mentally not hold that grudge that I had from Iris. You know, I, I didn't celebrate him, uh, spoiler alert, dying at the end. I, I mean, there was yeah. a part of me that wanted to go, that was for Yuki! But no, <laughs> I didn't say that. Yuki! Right. Uh... I didn't. I, I sympathized with the character and I, I you know, I, I understood there was a ten, tender moment and this is not that guy. Uh, but still Yuki. Why you have to yeah. kill Yuki? And, and he, 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 now Top is also, he's not playing the most complex character in the world. He's just yeah. playing a dude who's, who's willing to do whatever it takes to get his sister back to get what's left of his family back. You know what I'm saying? And even, even the interaction between him and the girl isn't necessarily a love story. It's just the, like, like he has that need to protect, you know, and he, he he, he just wants to be a big brother. That's what he wants. And you know, that's what he's kind of doing throughout this movie. Like I initially thought it was going to be a love story, but he is just being like, a yeah. loving big brother through, yeah. throughout the whole movie, and it's yeah, really it's all like, it is. Yeah, um, is this similar to kind of the the man from nowhere? I like I mean, Netflix, just you know, like Netflix shows you, recommended based on your interest in the man from nowhere. Uh, in that kind of, it's more of a familiar relationship. Like you see that moment where he he's uh, filling out that form and he says, uh, "E day hole." 
uh, relationship opa, you know, relationship brother, you know, it's like, because that's kind of how he's starting to feel about this, uh, this young girl because of that, that uh, sympathy and that, that, you know, kind of finding a little bit of his actual sister in her, uh, while he's, you know, stuck on this mission. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think it, it, it's very interesting, uh, and fun. Uh, it's not the most, uh, it's, it's not, uh, Citizen Kane, you know, it's not, uh, it's not a a cinema classic, but it does, uh, evoke a lot of, uh, cool emotions. It, uh, it's, it lets characters be complex. It's, uh, I I do love, uh, you know, cause one could easily expect anything like Korean that when deals with North Koreans to make all the North Koreans look like silly, uh, cartoon villains, like everything mm-hmm. Cuban American comedians and people do to Fidel Castro here. <laughs> uh, but the fact that you have these characters that you understand their motivations as human beings, uh, and they're loyal, they're kind of, uh, no matter how you feel, it, it may be misguided, their loyalty to their country and to, you know, uh, to, to their movement, uh, you still see that and it's kind of cool and interesting, uh, to see that. And it, it's all that, like I said, that's one, one of the main reasons I was interested in seeing the movie is always those, like the North Korean spy stuff and like the, the North, you know, how, how they have those, these different characters. And it's like, uh, all through the prism of some, you know, uh, people who maybe not have, you know, have a tangential connection kind of are, only slightly closer observers, even though they are still looking at it on from the outside. Uh, yeah. It's still interesting. Uh, but yeah, I think overall, overall a fantastic movie. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah, did it, did it, uh, live up to your expectations of, of the movie when you first saw it? Um, it, it, did and it didn't, right? Like, I, I kind of expected a little more story overall. Yeah. I, I didn't expect it to be such a simple plot. Like, it, there, there's yeah. not a lot of complexity to it. It's, yeah. they want the diamonds and everyone else wants to get either the fuck out of North Korea or gain more power in North Korea. You know, yeah. of, of, of your protagonist, um, your protagonist and antagonist in the movies, right? Of, of the main ones. And then it's the cop who's trying to figure out the plot, which happens to be kind of a consistency in a lot of, uh, Korean like things, which is the cop who's trying to figure out the plot. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause He's he knows there's more to this story than, than what, What's going on, you know, but, yeah, but he's always a step behind. Uh, so, um, you know, it it could have used a little more. Yeah. Yeah. It could have used a little more complexity in the story. I think, uh, I think if we can summarize it, it's a fantastic action, fantastic, uh, fighting. I think it's very, uh, uh, Born-esque. I think, uh, the Born series, uh, oh, is yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, an inspiration, uh, for this. Uh, and, you know, like the, the gritty combat and things like that, you know, just the, the, and, and the fun action and, and kind of the, the, uh, stoic protagonist and whatnot, uh, who's, who's, uh, who's, uh, a couple of steps ahead in so many situations. Uh, and I think that's the main thing. The action, the acting is really done well for what it needs to be. Uh, and I think the, the emotions carry around well. It's not gonna, it's not, I, I, I don't know if I was necessarily pulled emotionally in any particular direction as much as I just kind of enjoyed the thrill ride. Uh, I think it may have tried to pull me in some ways emotionally, but I don't think it really worked. Uh, that, on that level, but, uh, it was definitely an enjoyable thrill ride. I think, uh, how, how would you summarize your thoughts on the movie? Um, my, my thoughts summarize kind of the same. It's an enjoyable thrill ride. I, I, I enjoyed what I watched, like, definitely. Um, and 
it's something I could I could watch again feasibly. Like I, I wouldn't have a problem watching this movie three more goddamn times because um, <laughs> I enjoyed the acting of it. I enjoyed the action as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, the the I I wish there was a bit more to the plot. I wish yeah. it wasn't so simplistic. And you know, I love movies that don't always have a happy ending. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, and uh, I think that I think the the not per and. Uh, it doesn't have a perfectly happening. It it does have a little bit of happiness, but not for the you know main protagonist. You know <laughs> that uh, not for top. Uh, at least yeah. not in the sense that he gets to live it. <laughs> right. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> uh, uh, again, back to Iris. <laughs> mm-hmm. This time it's a little less random, but <laughs> back to Iris. Uh, but I think that, that's our thoughts. We both kind of dug it, uh, it's a fun action throw ride, but not, not terribly deep, uh, but exciting, kind of like the, the, I was, I was gonna say the Clippers, but, uh, I can't, I can't say that for sure. Uh, exciting, but not very deep. Uh, but yeah, uh, go check it out. It's on Netflix. It's a fun Netflix watch. It's Definitely. a fun late Definitely. night Netflix Please. watch. I already night. started watching it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a fun uh, late night Netflix uh watch uh just like, you know, uh Man from Nowhere and a few, and a few other those class uh, those fun action movies and I, I we highly recommend it. Click the link and go check it out. Um Please I think that's it. That's all summarizes our thoughts and that ends another fine episode of uh Hallujuku. Um Cass, what's going on in your world? Online. Not a goddamn thing. No, uh, <laughs> mainly just working on stuff to put stuff online. I, I spent some time cleaning today. I'm going to do some more of that so I can set up the actual studio space, which is over there, and hopefully be able to do more fucking things. Um, other than that, gearing up for Otacon. Uh, so uh, we'll probably skip that <laughs> that week, uh, and there there will be a show the following week after. Because yeah. uh, fucking, I'm not gonna be Somerset. I'm gonna be gone. Turned up. <laughs> um, Turned up for Otakon. Yeah, but uh, it'll be Otakon weekend. Um, there will yeah, be a so. lot of pretty pictures on the Deviant Art. Uh, you can see more of that stuff. All right, um, about that me slash King Kaz and follow all the links and listen to all the other shows I do, like uh-huh. this one and the other one and yeah. future ones to come. <gasps> Maybe I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Uh, you can follow him about that me slash King Kaz. I'm about that me slash PD Rave. Uh, I'm you know. Same old things. Follow the shows. Uh, if you want, I'm not saying it's gonna be a, a constant thing, but if you want, you can follow me on Twitch at rebelli uh, TV. I think I might occasionally start streaming uh, every once in a while some games here and there. Mostly mm-hmm. probably Rogue Legacy. Maybe do a little Skyrim. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever I enjoy. Pl- whatever is like my main uh, games I enjoy. I can't promise you I'll be very entertaining. But I'll be there, and you can look at my face, it, and you can watch me play I will, a game. The, the one thing I wanted to say to you when I, when I saw that you were streaming earlier today, it is the best place in the world to practice your ramblings. And as <laughs> we all know, this motherfucker can ramble, which is why I want to stream and do all those kind of things. And, and, exactly. and I'm, I'm going to do those things in the future, because it is just the best place to sit and fucking ramble at a screen. Like, yeah. you know... The, some people are better at it than others, but it's just one of those things. And and I always kind of tell people who who are new to that or whatever, uh, just just talk, just talk. Don't don't look at the numbers. Don't worry about how many people are watching or listening like we do with this. I don't I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm essentially just talking to Petey. This is all that's really happening. Yeah. But it's a great place to work on that, to work on the solo conversation or whatever. Yeah. And then when people are watching, they're like, Hey, this, this is an entertaining. I don't know who he's talking to, but God damn it. If he isn't entertaining and you sit and you tell stories, you tell stories about the game that you're playing. And you know, sometimes you get mad. Sometimes you get sad. Sometimes I don't mad and sad are basically essentially the same yeah. thing. <laughs> it's just it's mad. one, one, you throw things, the other, you cry into things. Um, yes. And it's just one of those things that that 
is a great practice in life if you want to be somebody who presents yourself in front of people. It's yeah. just get out there, record yourself doing something. And with the way that the world works now, you can do it in so many places. There's YouTube, yes. there's Twitter, if you're good, better at the writing, which I'm not so good at. That's going to be a future thing to work on. And you work on your things out there, too, and enjoy East Asian pop culture. You didn't think I was going to end the show, didn't you? Bam! Did it. <laughs> uh, um, yes. Halijuku.com, kpoppodcast.com. You can follow the show at Halijuku, uh, rebelli.net for all the other shows, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, you know, all the other things. Subscribe, like, share, review. Uh, until next time, hasta los huevos. Hi, goat herd. Oh, also, we're actually going to start using the Twitter. I just said that, so that means it has to now be done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you just declared it. Bye! Bye.